Welcome to TBT, a movie podcast where we relive our childhoods through movies. I'm Olivia. And I'm Miranda. And today we are going to be talking to you about the most anticipated TBT movie, in my opinion. No. Uh, we're going to be talking <laughs> to you about so Twilight. That is so not true, but okay. What was your most anticipated? Like, what would you... Because I've been waiting for this. Like, I've had this in my calendar. Like, I've... We are right on time with this. We planned ahead. I mean, I think, like, Smart House was one that I definitely was, like, excited for. Like, it was, like, okay. one of my favorite um, DCOMs. sorely disappointed It was by. very disappointed. F- disappointing, for sure. But, you know, I was excited for it. <laughs> That's good. That's good. This one was interesting. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so it was also the most anticipated movie of 2008, probably, you know? like Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think so. Definitely yeah. in my life, I was yeah, excited for, about this. For, like, anyone under 18, for sure. Yeah. I think, like, most people, that's that's probably about where the line is. But I, I, like, read the book, and I don't know if there were, like, multiple books out by this point. I don't... It's all a blur by now, but... Yeah. Uh, it's been so long. I'm so old. Um, I definitely didn't remember yeah, the plot line as well as I thought I did, but you know. Oh, I did. <laughs> I definitely do not. I, when uh, was when would you say the last time that you watched Twilight was? Oh, I mean, mm, well, 2008. I mean, no, probably when Breaking Dawn came out. So I would say okay. like so 2012. When was that? Um, no, uh, 2013 maybe. Uh, yeah, 2012. Yeah, late 2012. Oh, like, yeah. I gave it like a movie a year, give or take. Yeah, so yeah. So 2012. Yeah, it came out. Breaking Dawn Part Two came out in 2012. So around then. Okay. Yeah. Great. Um. So, so when we're still doing this podcast in 2022. <laughs> Then we'll talk to you about Breaking Dawn Part 2. I think I would be much more excited, because I actually, all of the um, Twilight movies were on Amazon Prime video. Oh. So I watched Breaking Dawn after I watched this, because I was like, oh, I really would hope... so interesting. Because I remember it being so much better. I remember it being like... And it was. It really was so much better. They did, I think, they did, like actually get better but one mm-hmm. thing I will say it's interesting that you watched another one after this because after I watched this I had like too much other stuff to do but after I finished watching this I was kind of like you know what I'm down to watch another Twilight movie <laughs> like, yeah no I, well and for me it was like this one was like almost difficult to watch but I'm like I I can't have remember because I liked it so much when it first came out that I'm like situation yeah I'm like I liked it so much when it first came out that I'm like the other ones have to be better. You know, like, I, I know the other ones are better. So, like, I'm going to try to watch Breaking Dawn. I wasn't even going to give New Moon or Eclipse a try. I just went straight to Breaking Dawn. And it was pretty good. Um, I it think also Eclipse you can get behind. Which is the one when they went to Italy? Because that was fun. Eclipse. Okay. Because yeah. they were back like, from Italy when... Um, but, like, I didn't like the whole Edward leaving her situation. Like, I no, thought... it was I, truly just filler. Yeah, it was stupid. So, I'm like, I, I'll watch Breaking Dawn when they get married, so... Yeah. Okay. So, wait, so did you watch part one or part two? I watched both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just ran right into each other. Well, because part oh, one ends at such a terrible point. Like, it just, like... Yeah. It feels like it's building to something, and then it just ends. And I'm like, well, that was stupid. I want to yeah. see what happens. Y- true. 
Um, okay, let's, we have so much to get through here. Like, we have so many notes. We have so many, like, people to talk about and all that stuff. So I, I was like adding people just, like, at, like, as, as I, like, saw them in the movie, too, because the, the IMDb for this page, it's, like, as it's, the characters are listed, um. As they appear. As they appear. So, yeah, so I'm just, like, okay, well, um, I kept seeing people in the movie. I'm, like, oh, well, that person needs to be on there. I know who that is. So, it was, it was one yeah. of those situations. It got longer and longer. <laughs> it, it is yeah. it's really long two hours so, and two speaking minutes, of long too long too long <laughs> speaking of we needed long. to shave some time off of this what would you have shaved um i i would have shaved her going to the um port angeles scene i would have shaved that was stupid waste of time it did bring them together though i will say we could have done that in about it was like probably a 15 to 20 minute scene we could have done it in five minutes too long true I, I, okay, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, and then also, before we get into the known fours, the director of this movie is Catherine Hardwick, and her known fours are 13 from 2003, Twilight, obviously, um, Red Riding Hood from 2011, and Robocop, which she was miscellaneous crew on in 1987. And she didn't even get to direct any of the other ones, which is, like, kind of sad, but apparently she said no, which is, like, one of our fun facts. I didn't realize that. I thought they, like, gave it to someone else. No, they offered they it, it to her, her but they, she didn't, uh, she couldn't agree to the term, so she's <laughs> Typical no. Hollywood fashion, it went to a man. Well, I mean, she had the opportunity and, like, didn't want to make it Squandered work. It. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of her own fault. Okay. So, who is starring in this movie Actually, as we move I into... Think you need to go on this first one because, I like, I, I can't even bring myself to talk about her, honestly. Like... <laughs> I don't okay, want to I talk can. about her. <laughs> okay, well, we'll make this quick. Um, so the star of this movie, obviously, is Kristen Stewart playing Bella Swan. So um, <laughs> I know. Who, like, on looking back now, like, if you were to remake Twilight mm. in 2018, God forbid, who would you <laughs> cast as Bella Swan? Oh, my God. Hmm. And why is it Dove Cameron? I'm kidding. <laughs> no, 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 no. It would be who's the other girl? Jokes. It would be the other girl. Before. Sophia Carson. Yeah, She's it would too be. Pretty. It would be her before before Bell, uh, before Dove Cameron. But give me a second. Go through Bella's okay. interesting or not. Uh, go through Kristen's stuff and let me think about it for a second because okay. I feel like I did this. Sure. So Kristen Stewart's known for is are Snow White and the Huntsman from 2012, The Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2 from 2012, The Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 1 from 2011, and The Twilight Saga New Moon from 2009, which is weird, but, like, this movie is not in her known fours, which I think is probably an accomplishment. Like, it's interesting <laughs> that the other ones are in there, and this one is not, considering it's, like, the first one. But I feel like, like, if you're looking at Daniel Radcliffe's IMDb known fours, I feel like Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone probably isn't in there. No, I think, well, and I think because each, as they progress, the movies made more and more money. So yeah. I think that, I think that was part Bigger of the Bigger budget, algorithm. more money. Yeah, they became more famous. Like, I think, on it, it make, I think it makes sense, but it's weird that, like, it is definitely included in some of these other people's. <laughs> Okay, oh, I, sure. have, I have my person. Um, okay, my give person. me one second. I'm going to finish talking about Kristen okay. Stewart, and then you can I just don't want to okay. forget. <laughs> okay, write it down. Because I, I worked really hard on this. <laughs> <laughs> you worked really hard for two minutes. Um, so Kristen Stewart was discovered by an agent at her elementary school Christmas pageant when she was eight years old, and she's that in uninteresting that this is her only fun fact. Mm, yeah, basically. I was That's trying it. to think, th- like, everything else was, like, very much things you already knew about her, so I'm like, yeah. this is interesting enough. 
Okay, so my person, I'm thinking, now give this a second, but Okay. Emma Watson. Too old. No. She's like oh my the God, same give age. Me. She's the same age as like she, I think she's the same age as Kristen Stewart. Give me a remake here. And this is like this is always the person that oh. I bring up. And let me talk. This is no, always I was the thinking person you meant like to up. recast it as in like in twenty two like not oh, okay, no, no, so no, no. twenty eighteen version. So it has to be somebody younger. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna put out here then, I would put Emma Watson. She might already be too old. I'm going to put out Zendaya, and she's my pick for every remake that we make. I think we need to, like, get a little color in there. Like, I think Zendaya would kill it. I I don't think so. I think she's too pretty. Like Too many white people in this movie, BT she, Dubs. She's too pretty, and she's too feminine, I think. I think she's too feminine. Okay. I think they should have just originally cast Emma Watson. I think she's moody enough, and she's pretty, but, like, uniquely pretty, and she's a good enough actress to, like, do something like this. No, I know, but that wasn't the question. I know, but I'm changing the question. <laughs> Who would you have cast in it then? Who's your no, then No, I casting? don't care. I know, I, I want to like, know. I could, I, they, they cast Kristen Stewart. But, like, like, who would you cast in such a fail. She's such a fail. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Do you want to talk about Robert Pattinson? Or? Sure. Okay. Pattinson. While you're talking about Robert Pattinson, I'm going to find my perfect 2018 casting as Bella Swan. No, you have to find... No, you already did. You said Zendaya. You have to find your original casting. Your oh, Kristen no, Stewart replacement. Okay. 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 So, Robert Pattinson. Another terrible casting choice, but not as bad. He... That's the thing about... And Robert Pattinson got better. That was the thing. In Breaking Dawn, Robert Pattinson's really good. And he was better... He was better... I think he got better throughout the saga of the Twilight... Of the Twilight Saga... And Kristen Stewart didn't. Like, she was the same. She was awful. I don't think I saw her smile for six hours that I watched these movies. And Robert Pattinson got better. Yeah, he got so much better. He was much better. Yeah. Um, What I will say, though, like, people were not happy about him being cast. Like, when the cast originally came out, like, people were not into it. Yeah, I remember that. Which, like, I... (laughs) I do remember, no, I remember who people wanted to play Bella when, like... Who was it? When it was Emily Browning from Series of Unfortunate Events. If anyone remembers that, that is absolutely the person that, like, people oh. were crying out to play her. I mean, that's fine. But I, I also okay. have my, I have my recast from back then. I know who it would be. Who? Lily Collins. I was thinking that. Okay, but, like, she could still do it now, right? Like, I think she could. I think, like, the brows keep her young. Yeah, I think... I, I saw a picture of her today, and I'm like, she would have been good. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I think she could do it now. Um, yeah, I would 100% co-sign for Lily Collins. 100%. Yeah. Glad we agree. <laughs> so, cool. Robert Pattinson, um, as Edward Cullen, his known for us are Twilight, Remember Me from 2010, The Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 1 from 2011, and The Twilight Saga Eclipse from 2010. Interesting the Twilight's in there for him. Also, do you know about, like, what the twist is in Remember Me? Isn't that, um, no, I don't think so. Okay, so Remember Me is this movie where, I haven't seen it, but. Yeah, me neither, (laughs) I don't think so. It's this movie where it's just sort of, like, your typical, like, sad romance movie. And then the ending of this movie is, like, 
zoot like the guy like goes to work or whatever zoom out it's a it's the world trade center on 9-11 what yeah spoiler alert oh my god that's so crazy it's I when I found out about it what I was a like, crazy what? twist because I had you have no idea from like the promotional stuff and things like that and like apparently earlier on they sort of foreshadow it because he's like reading a paper and it says like September 11th but like the whole thing and then yeah it's like zoomed out he's in the World Trade Center on the morning of 9-11 oh my god that's so sad I can't believe you just told me that <laughs> What a, but like, kind of, what a good twist. Like, I can't. Like, don't you kind of want to watch the movie? Yes! Oh my God. That, that's nuts. Oh my God. I'm totally going to watch that. Okay. Apparently it's not very good, like, other than that. But like, what a good twist. I'll I'll send you like the YouTube clip that's just like the ending. Yeah. Okay. Please do. Okay. So, at, um. Robert Pattinson notoriously went to high school with Jack Whitehall, the comedian, and his bitchy mom. As we've talked about. Yes. And his bitchy mom allegedly enjoys one-upping Jack's mom at the supermarket. Allegedly, according to Jack's Acor- According to Jack Whitehall. <laughs> so, uh, Robert Pattinson beat out 3,000 people who were considered for the role of Edward. And That's crazy. Yeah, like, congrats. Yeah, good for him. Um, and he has played both Reese Witherspoon's lover in Water for Elephants in 2011 and her son in Vanity Fair in 2004. But the latter was a scene that ended up being cut from the movie. Thank God. Um, he did not know that his scene was being cut from Vanity Fair until the movie's premiere, and the casting director felt so guilty about it that she got him an audition for Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. And they say that everyone in Hollywood is a monster. <laughs> People yeah. have feelings. <laughs> I'm in Hollywood most of the time, not a monster. Can confirm. Um, <laughs> this is like this is a wild fun fact, but also I'd just like to say it's a testament to the fact that Reese Witherspoon just doesn't age. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like amazing. that. I mean, some 25-year-old guy can play her son and the guy she's in love with. Reese so, Witherspoon perfect. has been 25 for 25 years. Exactly. Completely. I completely agree. And I, like, refuse to believe that she's ever had work done. <laughs> she has. That's <laughs> no, cute. She <laughs> yeah, good work. Um, so speaking of work done, also in this movie is Taylor Lautner. I say that because he hasn't done a lot of work. Um, zing. <laughs> Taylor Lautner in this movie playing Jacob Black. And his known for us are Twilight, obviously, Abduction from 2011. Do you remember that movie, Olivia? I, it was, like, the action movie. With Lily Collins, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I just, I just remember like the um the poster. the train scene. Oh, the poster. Oh, yeah, yeah, where like he's like in like some action shot. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, it was like his <laughs> Tom Cruise moment. Anyway, yeah, yeah, um, totally. The Twilight Saga New Moon from 2009 and the Twilight Saga Eclipse from 2010. Uh, notably absent from this list is Shark Boy and Lava Girl. <laughs> um, just letting you know. Notably. Just a friendly reminder. Notably. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and at age 12, he was ranked number one in the world for NASCAS, which stands for North American Sport Karate Association, Black Belt Open Forums, uh, Musical Weapons, Traditional Weapons, and Traditional Forms, and became a three-time junior world champion. That's crazy. Yeah. He's like a karate genius, apparently. Apparently. Very big in the karate um, stuff. <laughs> Really not utilizing his skills, but hey, he 
I'm sure he used it to land Shark Boy. For sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure for he did. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Not the shark aspect, but definitely the boy. Oh, God. <laughs> also, oh, this movie is that I totally forgot about. 100%. Um, I definitely have a theory about this, too. So, Anna Kendrick plays Jessica in this movie. <laughs> um, and she also stars, or her known fours are Up in the Air from 2009, Pitch Perfect from 2012, Pitch Perfect 2 from 2015, and Trolls from 2016. I think Trolls personally should be bumped from her known fours in favor of Into the Woods, Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates, which is a highly underrated movie, or A Simple Favor. All movies Miranda has not seen. What? I've, I've also not seen Trolls, but me neither. I've not seen Trolls, but like I've seen Up in the Air and Pitch Perfect. <laughs> so too. I haven't seen the third one. Oh I my refuse. god! You have to see uh, you have to see Into the Woods. Mike and Dave need a wedding date. Need wedding dates, and a simple favor. Honestly, okay. A simple favor is on my list. It's just not out yet on yeah streaming true. services that I can use without paying for them. Yes. Um. Yeah. Um, so at age 12, she earned an Oscar nominee or a Tony nomination for her supporting <laughs> very role. Um, for her supporting role in High Society on Broadway and later went on to appear in A Little Night Music. Cute. Yeah, and she earned an Oscar nomination for Best Supporting Actress in Up in the Air. I remember that. Yeah, I definitely did not remember that. Um, but oh. <laughs> like I didn't fe- I I didn't think that movie was like Oscar worthy, but okay. No, but I also don't really remember it that well. So it was just like a rom com with George Clooney, you know? Like, I didn't feel like it was that, like, impactful. I feel like there was more to it than that, but I think I was too young. Yeah, maybe. Um, It was based on a book. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, I remember it being a big deal in, like, St. Louis because they use Lambert Airport. Um, They use the St. Louis Airport to shoot. (laughs) Never heard of her. What? I've never heard of that airport. Oh, it's the St. Louis airport. (laughs) They use the St. Louis airport to shoot different scenes, and everybody's like, oh my god, George Clooney, and I'm like, okay, like, it's not like, you can't just, like, walk into the airport and, like, hang out, you know, like, I don't think they, I think they frown upon that, especially in 2009, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I used to really, really, really dislike Anna Kendrick, like really didn't like her. But in recent years, I've like definitely kind of come around and I think she's genuinely very like kind and talented, but she's just like super, super nerdy. So, and she's like very much a straight up neater. (laughs) She's a theater nerd. Um, and she like doesn't care if she looks like a theater nerd or like, or anything like that. So I, I've definitely come around on her. Yeah, I also think people more annoying than Anna Kendrick have, like, since popped up, like, a la <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence and similar people, other people maybe in her movie franchise, not gonna name any names, popped <laughs> up, uh, Rebel Wilson, but... Yeah, I think, well, and, like, she's definitely single-handedly making theater nerds cool, so that's kind of nice. I really don't think it's single-handed. I mean, whatever. I think so. <laughs> yeah. But, like... um. I think she's more talented than I get, I used to give her credit for, and I have a theory that, like, I really just, like, didn't like her in this franchise. And, like, so annoying. She, her, she's so annoying, the character's annoying, and, like, I honestly think that's probably where it started for me, was, like, I hate her in this movie, so I hate her in everything else, and, like, now I'm coming around, and I like her. Hmm. Um, okay, so... 
It's really weird, though, to see her as, like, a high schooler because I feel like Anna Kendrick has been 30 for 25 years, like, on, like, Reese Witherspoon. Like, it's just maybe 25. I'll, I'll be nice. I'll say 25. Yeah, I was but say, I, I feel like she 30. just hasn't. Yeah. It's weird. Well, and then it was weird in A Simple Favor. She plays, like, a single mom. So it's weird because it's, That's like, weird. Anna Kendrick can't have kids. What are you doing? Like... <laughs> yeah, she's just, she's, like, 25 she's forever. In high, yeah, exactly. Forever 25. <laughs> like, she's too old to be in high school, but, like, she's too young to be, like, a single mom. Like, she's a she's a widow. So, like, she's yeah. too young to be a widow, single mom. Like, it's weird. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, also completely forgot she was in this movie, which is a testament to Anna Kendrick. Like, it's great that she is not only known for this giant movie Thank franchise God, that yeah. she did. She's known for the, yeah. the other giant movie franchise that she did. But, like, yeah, and that she was, like, the star in, which yeah, is good. True. Thankfully, true, I think true. it's it's definitely a good thing that she was overshadowed in this movie. Very much so. Even though Very vampires so. don't have I feel bad for Christian Serratos or whatever her name is, though, the other girl. Who? Exactly. <laughs> no idea. The girl with the glasses. Oh yeah, Angela was a lot bigger in the in the movie too, or in the in the book in the book series. Yeah. Angela was like a really big part, and not. Yeah, I mean, Jessica's she was like just really a scene close. Stealer, so. Yeah, yeah, and then like wasn't at all really in the movie. So yeah. whatever. Okay, moving on <laughs> because we're halfway through. I think maybe actually. No. Oh, yeah, we are. We're halfway through. Um, so moving on to Nikki Reed, who plays Rosalie. Her known fours are 13 from 2003, Twilight, The Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 1 from 2011, The Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2 from 2012. Um, and she's married to the gorgeous Ian Somerhalder and gave birth to a daughter, Bodie Soleil Reed Somerhalder in 2017. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, great. Um... The, I'm going to say the fan fiction of it all is so interesting yes. here. Unless we forget that Twilight is Vampire Diaries fan fiction. Well, and there was like a big um, feud between um, Nikki Reed and uh, uh, Nina Dobrev. Nina Dobrev. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's like vampire we, versus vampire. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like neither of them won. I mean, she what? won because she's like married to yeah. Ian Somerhalder. Yeah. But have you read like the blinds about Nikki Reed? I mean, no, I imagine she's okay. a huge monster, but she, like, appears to cool. be such a bitch. But, like... I'll also write down in my notes, send Olivia the blinds about Nikki Reed. Because, like, Ian Summerholder, like, loves puppies and stuff. Like, he... I cannot be convinced that he's a bad person because I love him so much. Okay. Um, I don't even... Yeah, thank you. <laughs> because he, like, loves... He, like, is really big in, like, animal rescue associations and stuff like that. Like, he's, like... sure. Also, Ian Somerhalder, not in Twilight. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So also in this movie is Kellen Lutz, who I, he used to be my celebrity crush for years. I love him. Uh, I can see that for you. Thank you. Oh my God. Thank you so much. I can see it for myself. Um, (laughs) I don't know. Like that makes more sense to me than like Troy Bolton's dad. (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> you mean I couldn't be married to a guy who has a 20-something-year-old child? <laughs> Look, I know it's your dream, but I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, great. Thanks, anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Emmett, Colin Lutz plays Emmett Colin. Um, <laughs> 
So his known for us are The Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2 from 2012, The Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 1 from 2011, The Twilight Saga Eclipse from 2010, and The Twilight Saga New Moon for 2009. That's so sad. Yeah, drinking game for this. this, Drink uh, every time we say The Twilight Saga. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Drink every time. Um, So he was also the male lead actor in Hilary Duff's music video, With Love. Very I, don't know, I don't even know what song that is. I don't either. I mean, I think I watched the video, but I don't remember which one it was. Maybe I'll insert a clip, but I probably won't. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he dated uh, Kayla Ewell from The Vampire Diaries uh, from 2006 to 2008. Um, I guess that's apparently the vampire also, crossover is real. I also have to look up who that was. She played Vicky. It's still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Vicky, okay. uh, the dead, she dies in the first season. Great, um, and becomes that's a vampire. Why. Yeah. Um, and then he also dated Annalyn McCord from 90210 from 2008 to 2011. And he had a rumored fling with Miley Cyrus in 2013. So he loves our TBT favorites. Are Kayla Ewell and Annalyn McCord, are they our TBT faves? I mean, like, I... Annalyn McCord, I used to really like from 90210, but I mean, they're definitely like TBT people. Strong, I will say, heavy TBT presence. Annalyn McCord actually has a YouTube channel, and I think she recently did a video with Shailene, uh, what is her name? Woodley? What's that girl's name? Shailene Woodley. Nope, it's definitely not Shailene Woodley. Oh. That's the girl oh. from The Fault in Their Stars. Oh, the girl from, the, the main girl um, from 90210? Yeah. Shailene oh. Grimes. Yes, that's it. Okay. Um, and... She, they like talk about 90210 and like how big of monsters they were, and it's very interesting. Um, I mean, I, I can have see a personal, it for sure. <laughs> I have a fun fact about Kellen Lutz, and that is that he also went to Chapman University, which is where I went. Not at the same time, Avi, but still. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, but yeah, that's interesting. I didn't, I just, oh, it's we have very sh- few it's notable a, alums. It's so. Shanae Grimes, Shanae Grimes. Oh, thank you. I was, I knew it was like a shh, yeah, you know, because yeah, you're yeah. trying to. Shut up. Um, okay. <laughs> That's mean. I'm sorry. Um, also in this movie is Elizabeth Reeser, a name that I've literally never heard, and she plays Esme Cullen, um, and her known for is our Twilight, Ouija, Origin of Evil from 2016. It's very weird to read Ouija and, and like, say it out loud. It, I had to really think about it. Um, also, The Family Stone from 2005 and The Twilight Saga New Moon from 2009. I don't really understand why she's in this known for, but the re- apparently okay. it's because she yeah. is Shirley Crane from The Haunting of Hill House. I was wa- As I was watching this movie, I was like, she looks so familiar and I can't place her. And it was driving me absolutely crazy. And I finally, like, just, I was like, I had done the known for, or ever, all the characters already, and or the cast, and I'm like... Why don't I? Why didn't I recognize her from the cast list? And then I went back and looked, and I had also just finished watching *The Haunting of Hill House*, which is a strong recommend. And she is Shirley Crane from um, that show. And I she said that she is like the she's like the main one of the main probably the main character in that show. So um, definitely has like re- current resonating like she's still working so she's on netflix yeah um and then moving on do you want to talk about cam yes so cam um, i just didn't say his last name yeah yeah. cam you're on a first name basis (laughs) 
So Cam, you all know him. Um, it's like Kristen's. What's her name? Uh, danced all over again. Kirsten. 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 <laughs> so, it, I don't. I feel like it's not spelled like that. It is. I looked it up and like double checked. Okay. It's definitely Kirsten. It is. I'm wrong. Uh, Kirsten yeah. Dunst. Thank you. I'll never so, forget now. I always said it would. I always thought it was Cam Gigadet, but I think it's Gigandet. Um, it is. There's an N. Yeah, I know, which I never saw before. <laughs> um, he plays James in this movie, and uh, he is his known for his are Twilight, Never Back Down from 2008, Priest from 2011, and Burlesque from 2010. And he is so much hotter in every other movie he's in, except for this one. Um, he is done wrong in in this movie. Yeah. Um, with how attractive he is. Uh, Olivia, and- you're going to have to, like, redo all those notebooks that you wrote in where you wrote Miss Olivia Gigandet. You're going to have to <laughs> fix it at the end. Yeah, definitely. Um, he He's another... There's a lot of hot men in this in in this movie, which is great. <laughs> yeah, but not the lead. <laughs> no, no. Nope. And I have feelings on that also, so I, I put it in my end of the notes, so... Great. Okay. So box office is one of the things that I talked about, like when we, um, when we were doing our last episode and I talked about how insane this box office was to me. So this movie had a $37 million budget, which seems so high. Like it did not look like it had that much of a budget. Um, opening weekend, it made $69.6 million in a wide release. Um, and it made 197 Oh my god, 192.7 million dollars gross in the US and it made 392.6 million dollars worldwide total. That's so much. Yeah, um considering the budget, you can tell so much where they put money in this budget and where they did not put any money in this budget. Like Oh my god. So many thoughts. Where they didn't put budget? Contact lenses. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Contact lenses, zero in the special effects department. Um, Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Moving on. Trivia. (laughs) So, (laughs) both Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart have recently expressed interest in making another Twilight Saga movie. So, great. I, it's no. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> and, like, these were, like, 2018 quotes. Like, these were... Because I'm like, oh, of course they did in, like, 2012, right after it ended. I feel and like, I, if anything, they'd be less likely to in 2012 because they'd be over it. By now, they're like, we need that paycheck. Exactly. exactly. And I'm like, really, all this goes to tell us is that they're they're broke and need money. But mm-hmm. I it just kind of shocked me because I feel like those two out of anyone in this series are, like actors and they like are very picky about the crap that they, they take do their craft really seriously yeah exactly and like they don't want to backtrack in their careers and like it was 2008 it, like very recent articles that were like definitely would be interested let's get it going and i'm just like wow okay someone's broke so i Speaking think of taking your craft seriously i feel like cole sprouse would audition for edward cullen in 2018 Yes, for sure. Um, I think Cole Sprouse and Lily Collins could be good. He um he's in a new I saw Fantastic Beasts over the weekend and he is in a preview for I think it's called Five Feet Apart. It's a cystic fibrosis movie and it looks kind of interesting. We're over movies about sick people. 
I mean, I'm that's not. the most callous <laughs> thing I've ever said, but like, I yeah. truly like, come on. I, I'm not that dated yet against sick people. <laughs> so, I love a crier. You're not going to do better than the Valnar stars, so. Ugh. I hate Shailene Woodley so much. <laughs> the only thing she's good in is the spectacular now, and that's because do Miles you Teller. Do you hate Grimes? No, Sinead Grimes is more tolerable, but she's terrible too. She's so whiny. I remember her from Degrassi, and I hated her, so I digress. Mm. Also, continuing on. Thank you. I, this is just Olivia's rant session. I mean, that's what I'm going to rename the podcast to, so. That's fine. <laughs> that's your dream, honestly. I mean, yeah, I feel like we both get some good ones in there from time to time. I'm just more, like, loose about it. Like, I'll just... Oh, we know. <laughs> You're so sweet. Oh, God. All right, go ahead. <laughs> cool. Okay, so Stephanie Meyer claims that the idea for the Twilight series came to her in a dream on June 2nd, 2003, <laughs> but I thought it came to her in a reading of the Vampire Diaries, but okay. <laughs> yeah, um... The fan fiction of it all is just, like, deeply upsetting to me. Like, less... I just... It, reiterating one more time, this is my rant time. Uh, it's gonna be quick. The Vampire Diaries um, spawned Twilight, which spawned Fifty Shades of Grey. And it's, like, they just kept creating these, like, monsters. <laughs> like, the Vampire Diaries, fine. Twilight, fine-ish. Fifty Shades of Grey... Far less fine. I feel like if Fifty Shades of Grey would be so much better if it didn't stand on Twilight, you know? Like, if it was, like, created independently on its own, like, it makes it so much worse that it was Twilight fan fiction, you know? Like, it's just like, ugh, God, really? Like, we sure. can't just, like, do something original? I don't know. Anyway. Everything is derivative. It's, again, I'll, I'll give you that lesson when I tell you about the panopticon. Um, okay. <laughs> so director Catherine Hardwick was offered an inordinate, quoting, this is a quote from herself, an inordinate amount of money to direct New Moon following the success of Twilight. However, Summit Entertainment insisted upon tight deadlines and budget constraints, ultimately forcing her to turn down the job because she believed she couldn't meet the expectations for the cast and fans as a result of the new stipulation. So basically, she thought it was um, going to be too difficult and yeah. didn't want didn't to put out crap if she couldn't, if she couldn't give her craft <laughs> the attention and the uh, time and dedication that it needed. Yeah, you know, Twilight, just this little little indie art flick that we watched. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Based on, like, one of the best-selling books of the time. Yeah. Um, another piece of trivia that I put in here is just letting you guys know that I drank beet juice while watching this. It's other things other than beets, but, like, beets are the main component because they add the color. And it really just really looks like blood. And I, I'm doing a, I'm doing it again. I'm getting getting in the vibe. I opened up my beet juice. It's before Are you doing Thanksgiving. A beet juice I'm trying to like no no no. <laughs> just just trying to like drink more vegetables and I was thinking like the beet juice cleanse from the office when she's oh. pregnant and she's like, Yes I am, look at my teeth. <laughs> Oh my god, I feel like you should not do a cleanse when you're pregnant. I know. Well I think it might have been like in preparation to get pregnant or something. Remember Angela does the beet juice mm. cleanse and you can't prove it and she's like, look at my teeth. 
Mine is in preparation to get pregnant with a food baby on Thanksgiving. Oh! Got him. Cool. Okay, so really quickly before we get into the plot, um, go to TBTAMP for everything you need to know about the show, and from there you will also find a link to our Redbubble store where you can buy stuff to support our, support our show, mainly like stickers and stuff like that. And remember, charity starts at home, and we apparently are your home. For the holidays, boom. Um, while you're listening to the podcast, scroll to the bottom of your Apple Podcast app and give us five stars. It's so easy. Please, please, please do this for us. It's as easy as pumpkin pie. Yes. Also, Uh, it's the spirit of the holidays, guys. We really need you. Um, I'm definitely give us a five star review. Yeah. Say thank you. Yeah. Just give thanks to those you love us Um, and (laughs) iTunes. Yeah. If you truly love us, you can go the extra mile and leave us a review. Yes. And also, be sure to talk about our podcast to literally anyone that'll listen. It's great Thanksgiving dinner table conversation that isn't politics, if you're looking for it. Um, But we'd also suggest your friends, your parents, your work colleagues, the person in the bathroom stall next to you, on your Facebook feed, anyone. Spread the word of TBTAMP like you would Jesus Christ or like you would gravy all over your mashed potatoes. Or vampire venom through your blood. Spooky. (laughs) Just in time for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I know. It was so uh, crazy that, like, when Bella comes over to that house, that was the first meal they've ever made, like, in that right? kitchen. And I was like, it must be so sad to be a vampire, because they're not, like, doing anything inventive with the blood. They're not, like, I don't know. They're not, like, cooking it in some interesting way or, like, seasoning it at all. Like, the blood yeah. is enough. I can't imagine a world like that. But I think, like the cooking the crafter like the art of cooking is definitely more like turned into hunting for them you know Fair. so i i don't know maybe i'm just trying to like think like what would be the equivalent but yeah also if you have anything you want to share or comment with us about the show you can email us at tbtamp at gmail.com or sign to our dms on instagram at tbt podcast and again that is at tbt podcast it has changed in case you aren't following us yet and you can follow our personal Instagram and Twitter accounts at Mac is Cheesy. That's M-A-C-K is Cheesy for me, Olivia. And at Miranda John Zun, M-I-R-A-N-D-I-G-O-H-N-Z-O-N for me, Miranda. Wonderful. All right, Amazing. on to the plot. Okay, do you want to start or should I? I'll start. I kind of want to start. Oh, okay, oh. go for it. You got it. You you got it. You got dibs. Here's, so I'll start and then you have your points and then I have my points. I have much more points, but it's fine. Much more points. Okay. <laughs> It's true. Okay. Um, I have a lot to say about this movie. Thank you. I'm glad someone else has something. Like, I'm glad, like, you have strong feel. Like, I'm glad no. we both have strong feelings. True. Makes okay. me happy. So, Bella Swan, the human embodiment of Grumpy Cat, moves to <laughs> Forks, Washington to live with her dad, Charlie, the, tra- the town's chief of police, from Phoenix, where she lived with her mom, Renee, who is going on the road with her new minor league baseball player husband. I'm laughing because that was one sentence. I couldn't. <laughs> I didn't want to split it up, okay? <laughs> okay. Um, shortly after her arrival, Billy and Jacob Black, who are, like, old family friends of Charlie, her dad, arrive to deliver Bella a new, quote-unquote new truck. <laughs> truck ain't new, girl. Yeah, okay, um, a new used truck. <laughs> yeah, very used. Um, so, 
She arrives to her first day of school where she meets Eric, Mike, Jessica, and Angela. Just, you know, the normal high school kids. Imagine, like, literally everyone you know because these are the most basic people Yeah, um, they are ever. like white bread. <laughs> yeah, one of them's Asian bread, but, like, yeah. other than that, <laughs> all white. I'm um, not even going to, not even going to, like, push into that one. Don't. Asian don't. bread, that's him. <laughs> He's like so, white Asian bread though. God, they're like it's it's insane. Like, like if you how can, white the, this movie yeah, is. Yeah, like the the which like this is I the think, whitest shit on the planet. But like honestly, I think like there's a point to that too. Like I think that's the demographic of Forks Washington. To be completely honest, probably not. And, Olivia, everywhere is diverse. That's true, but I mean, like I think there's. And that's like there's like an emphasis on that. Like I could see that being. I don't know if that actually happened, but like if I'm the casting director or something, I'd be like, this is a creative choice. There's sort of definitely thing. what I will say is there's definitely like something to be said about the relationship between like the vampires and the uh, werewolves. Yeah. Something there with like our relationship with how we treat Native Americans. Well, and then I don't really want to get into it, it but I did changes too. Like all the people they like assemble. Spoiler alert! But like the other vampires they assemble from around the world are very like they're very specifically um, diverse. So like I think there's definitely like some kind of like creative point to that, but like you don't get it from Twilight. It's definitely no. farther down the road. True. Um, but I will say one of the things I did while watching this, because I'm me, is I googled, like, racial politics in Twilight. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> That's a Reddit, stri- that is a Reddit thread I would like to never see. No, it's actually a BYU thesis paper, and I was like, Of nope. course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> Wait, BYU, like, in Utah? Yeah, like the Mormons. Okay, because they get to be the, the, the arbiters of of, diver- of diversity? Really? Okay. Yeah. Utah? Give me a break. We don't make the rules. So anyway, um, during lunch, she notices the Cullens because literally, how could you not? Um, <laughs> yeah, they storm through. Yeah, they they come in late with Starbucks and um, <laughs> with spotlights on them, and literally like uh, just Halos. full face of highlight challenge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Um, and Jessica explains to her that they are a family of foster children that moved from Alaska and all date each other. The most privileged foster family I've ever. This is like this is this is giving also false the hope whitest to foster, foster family I've ever seen. <laughs> Truly, and also like you're giving false hope to foster children. This is not what the foster system looks like. No, they need they need hope. Okay, sure, but like this is so. Any, Happy holidays, everyone. This is so ridiculous. Like, any anybody who... And I do love that, like, Jessica's like, it's kind of sick, right? Like, I'm not the only person who No, but Jessica's so into it. Like, like, Jessica has a crush on all of them. Me too. But, like, <laughs> if I'm sitting there, I'm that person who's, like, very, very jealous, but who is also like, this is sick. Like, yeah. this is gross, but, like, I'm, I like it. Like... This is, like, our thing. This is our weird Forks Washington High School thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, what is a small town without a little incest? <laughs> yeah. Foster incest. Worst thing I've ever said. Okay. And, like, I'm immediately sorry, take people, that back and want to edit it out. People from Alaska do not look like this. Like, I'd also be like, where in Alaska are these people from? Because I'm going there. There's no one who looks like this in Alaska. You'd be surprised, Alaska, because a lot of people, like, 
move there from other places because the oil stuff, like, makes so much money. That, like, you can go to Alaska, live there for a while, and then come back, and you, like, have a bunch of money. That's true. Okay. All right. Okay. Move on. Touche. So, just the sound of Kristen Stewart's voice in this, like, initial... She's... The movie starts with a voiceover of her, like, I'm sure reading some line from the book. And it, like... It start it like put me in a bad mood. I was <laughs> just like watching this. I'm like, ugh. Like I had like a, a like guttural nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, I was just like, God damn it! I forgot Whatever about this. The opposite of ASMR is. Yeah, like I was just like, ugh. like it, I I just couldn't. It was it was bad. Um, her voice is so annoying, and it also annoys me that she refers to her dad as Charlie. Like I get that you don't have a close relationship, but he's still your dad. So like, maybe don't. I don't know, like, if I refer to my mom as Eileen or my, my dad as Nick, it would be weird. It would be weird. And they would be like, don't do that. My mom actually <laughs> thinks it's, like, incredibly disrespectful for kids to call their parents by their first name. But, um... Yeah, I also kind of feel that way. I I would also, like, I... I don't know. Like, I always felt weird when, like, my friends growing up would even, like, call my mom her first name. I was always like, no, no, no. Like, she is Mrs. Johnson to you. Well, and it's weird because, like, I've always been, I've always, yeah, I've been, like, Mrs. whatever your last name is. But, like, it's always weird when, like, you have a divorced parent and, like, I've definitely Mm -hmm. been that person who is like, oh, Mrs. whatever. And they're like, no, she's, she's not that. never even thought about that. Yeah, it 100% has happened to me. And I was just like, oh, shit. Like... Mm. that's yeah oopsie and like they're they're always fine with it but I'm just like oh yeah I guess that's awkward but I mean I'd rather do that than be like hey Cheryl you know like I'm not gonna do that I'm just picturing like Cheryl Blossom with a stroller okay move on but it's weird as an adult now to like call your friend's parents like because we're like I'm 25 or 20 I'm 26 actually it's weird it would be weird but like I don't know it's a weird part of growing up anyway even when she's trying to be like excited Bella genuinely looks like she's in severe pain like when she's getting this truck she's like supposed to be super pumped and excited and like she looks like she needs her appendix removed like she I don't know what was going on while she was filming this and how they were like perfect let's move on to the next scene we got it but I don't know she looks like when she gives birth in Breaking Dawn too all the it's time. N- yeah, it's it's so bad. It's That's awful. why they had to like go through such lengths in that scene is because she looks in pain all the time that they had to like well, even further up the ante. Breaking down part one and <laughs> Oh, she gives birth in part one. Yeah, that's when, wow. um, yeah, she gives birth and then she becomes a vampire and when she wakes up as a vampire is the end of part one. Thank you so much for like, you know, doing the <laughs> Um, yeah, and then <laughs> she's supposed to be this like super hot, interesting girl. Um, like when she shows up for school on the first day and everybody's like, Oh, she's the shiny new girl. She's wearing a bowling shirt. Like, if somebody no, showed no, no. up at school in a freaking bowling shirt, I'd be like, No, I don't want to. This is eat. realistic though. Like in a small town, it does not take much. No, to be interesting. It just makes like, them, like, not remembering you, like, picking your nose in first grade. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, true. But it's just, like, she's by far of the, like, of Jessica, her, and, uh, of Jessica, Angela, and and Bella, she's, like, by far not the prettiest, like, at all. I don't know if I agree with that. But I think I Angela's they're all super good. pretty. We're I not going to pit women against each other. We're not going to no, compare but, like, them to I their don't appearance, think, Olivia. I don't, 
she just like her unhappiness like radiates it like True. it's just like that girl is so unhappy i want nothing to do with her yeah but i feel like mike and eric they just don't care mike looks They're like he's on so some kind of eric fits her much better but like mike i just like don't get it like he's mike like, looks so... like he's about to spend four years at byu for sure for sure he definitely has done the door knocking have you heard of have you heard of our lord and savior jesus christ like for sure he is that kid and like the fact that he's drawn to bella makes zero sense so no moving on (laughs) my first note is about the car like at least they should have given it a paint job or something it's truly not that hard like my dad has built a couple of trucks almost exactly like this one mm-hmm. and like they don't look good until you like give them a paint job but like that's really most of what it takes to like make this car to, look nice went to prom with um her senior prom with a kid who had a truck like this but it had a really mm-hmm. cute paint job like it was it was yeah. blue and like it was so cute that's like and the she, one, they my like, dad took pictures with it blue as well yeah like they took pictures and she was like it, and like that was her favorite thing about this about like her prom pictures and date and she's like oh my god it's the cutest truck like it's so cute and i'm like i get it like it's mm-hmm. cute i'm a little like inoculated to that stuff because i've like grown up around it so i don't think it's that cool but i can see how other people would no and i think honestly she was just like it's like a it's like a retro far you know it was it was cute for like prom pictures and stuff and you know it was just a very like he was a cute kid so it kind of worked but like it i see like mike in this movie with that truck you know like he's kind of that (laughs) not bella no no um so or jacob (laughs) like at all speaking of jacob like jacob definitely misspeaks and says that he's going to school on the preservation like (laughs) that's not what it's called it's a reservation the preserve is definitely like a rehab facility in malibu 100 percent um and then also i will say after we just did bring it on these all of the names in this movie feel so deeply (laughs) normal like jacob mike eric billy like all of these names, Angela, Jessica, they're all so normal. It's like Stephanie Meyer literally just Didn't went and was like, what were the most popular names for kids born in 1993? And just like went down the list. Completely. Yeah, it, it's like white kids' names. Like she went to like, what were what were the top names in, in Washington or like Seattle yeah, or something? 100%. Like, no, you, I, Portland, I don't Oregon. even think she went that far. No, no, for sure. She's just like white just people names, 1993. <laughs> Quick question. Is the only hairdresser in Forks blind? Because like first Jacob and then Eric, like these haircuts are rough or lack thereof, I should yeah. say. Yeah, <laughs> see, Jacob's simply because I don't think he knows a hairdresser. Maybe the hairdresser just like got pregnant and was like on maternity leave well, for and, like, I know six months. It, I, I, I don't know what... I know there's like a uh, some like with Native American hair. I know there's something that has to do with their culture or something like that. So I know it's like don't a thing. Your head, please. I know. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I think it's normal. Jacob, I don't think it's weird, but like the rest no, of but them. Like, <laughs> I mean, he eventually cuts his hair, but mm-hmm. I feel like in the other yeah, he like does. when they, I don't know, <laughs> yeah. That was the best decision they literally ever yeah, made. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. When he shows up, if I would have seen him from behind in the first movie, I'd been like, oh, who's that pretty br- brunette girl over there? He, I mean, it's pretty hair. 
It's just, yeah. it's just like straight up. They bought like a wig off of like AliExpress. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when um, Taylor Lautner, I think, was on SNL and he played like a crazy One Direction fan or a crazy Twilight fan, and he just looked like Jacob yes. Black because he was wearing a long brown wig. <laughs> yes. it, it's very reminiscent of um of the the um Jimmy Fallon skit with like John Cena. The yes, I know the exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, the L. That one. That's good. It's amazing. Like, yeah, all the same. Um, so Some these people don't cross dress well. Okay. Well, he. I don't think he was trying that hard. No, um, <laughs> these high school kids are so much more annoying than I remember, but I really appreciate the commitment to realism because, like, high school kids in general are much more annoying than I remember. Um, I don't know. I like, I feel like these kids, like the, the Mike, Eric, Jessica, and Angela of it all, I feel like that's like, they're fairly realistic. For for sure. I feel like there was like a pep rally coming up somewhere that I'm just like, when are, what are we missing? Yeah. Like they are so, there's Maybe so it's... much energy and I'm just like, I'm tired <laughs> watching them. <laughs> Um, but I mean, yeah, but I feel like maybe me thinking that, like, these are realistic high schoolers, maybe that's because, like, the only other high school show I'm watching right now is Riverdale, where it's, like, not realistic literally at all, so. True, yeah. true. I think it's a little closer. Still, maybe, may like, the opposite end of, yeah. but, like, you know, I and, appreciate it. And then I was also, like, drawing some similarities from other TBT movies that we've watched recently. Um, or not so recently in one case, but, um, it's very clueless that all of these adopted siblings are relation, are in oh relationships. Any thoughts, Olivia? It's, it's, not, it's not the good. same. Okay. Uh, not the same. <laughs> this is, I think this is weirder than clueless. Um, oh, I like it's, it's weirder because and there's like, clueless was really weird. It, yeah. This is weird because there's like four, there's there's two sets in the same family that like are hooking up like true we literally cannot hook up with people who are not in our family and and i think jessica says it in the lunchroom like they live together which is weird too like that's a lot you know like to live together as teenagers in a relationship and then your brother and sister your your foster brother and sister to also be in relationships is weird weird. yeah but i will say it's i feel like it's a little bit better because they're not actually 17 like, yeah. I think that oh, it yeah, makes it a little sure. bit better that they're emotionally, but if I'm like, at this, much more mature. Yeah, if I'm looking at this from, like, Jessica or Angela's You're perspective, like, I'm like, CBS. this is so fucking weird. <laughs> but, like, in reality of it, because they're not related and they're not, like, they're all just, like, a group of people living together, it's not weird. Yeah. But um, <laughs> still. And then also, it really reminded me of Mean Girls when they're, like, totally. sitting in the lunchroom explaining who the Cullens are. Like, the best like, part That's Rosalie. Her hair is full of secrets. Yes. Yes. Uh, 100%. Rosalie is, like, the vampire Regina George. 100%. 100%. Completely. Like, we could... If we were doing a 2018 recast of Mean Girls, not funny. Like, I, like not the funny version. Like, the, like rom-com or not even no not comedy like just the like scary version nikki reed is a hundred percent going to be regina george amazing all right so in biology class bella is assigned a seat next to edward cullen who immediately seems to be completely repulsed by her and she even (laughs) sees him attempting to switch out of the class later in the administration office um, she plans to confront him the next day, but Edward does not attend school for several days. 
Before leaving school one day, Charlie mentions to Bella... Oh, before leaving for school one morning, Charlie mentions to Bella that he will be late for dinner because he needs to investigate an animal attack in the next county. And this, like, was an animal attack that ended in a death. Um, They continue conversing... Oh, um, that day, Edward is actually back in biology class and makes genuine conversation with Bella. He seems very interested in her. They continue conversing after class, but when she mentions his change in eye color, he walks away without any explanation. So... That's nice. He seems like a really nice boy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So it's weird that apparently the vampires have this amazing sense of smell, but it takes, like, Bella being in front of a fan for him to smell it. Like, he walked right past her in the lunchroom. Yeah. And, like, I don't don't really understand that, but whatever. Um, I'll allow it. It's... Look, you have to, like, look past certain things, and it's a a movie about vampires. Like, I'm, I'm able to look past it. Okay. Um... I also am not able to look past the administrator ladies saying that all the classes are full. Like, how? This school has, like, 16 students. And I also don't understand how, like, the town of Forks is able to support a high school. I grew up in a town that was, like, slightly bigger than Forks. My town, when when I lived there, it was, like, 4,000. Now it's more like five. And Forks, they say population 3,000. And, like, my 4,000-person town had to, like, join up with, like, five other towns of similar or larger sizes and like we had our own high school that was still a small high school like I just didn't I don't understand how they're able to like support this school well, and how does how does the reservation have its own high school too like it <laughs> no, just it's just like it's like an outhouse and they're like you go in next <laughs> yeah I I have no yeah I There's literally one kid in each grade like I don't yeah, there's yeah, there's no way. There's just no way. And like also kind of the smallest Indian reservation or Native Native American reservation like ever. If there's like I don't there's know. Like two families. They're smaller than you think they are, I think. Yeah, I know the ones in in Oklahoma are really big. That's the only like experience okay. I have, but like I I think they're pretty big in Oklahoma, but So I grew up really close to the Chumash reservation and it's not that big. Oh, okay. That makes but sense. they have like a casino and stuff, so they make a lot of money. Yeah, which is good. They deserve yeah. it, honestly. Yeah, truly. So I also have like a similar thing that you said when you were talking about like how you felt listening to Kristen Stewart talk. I had a similar thing with listening to like Edward Cullen talk. Like it sounds like he needs to like go to the bathroom or like he's currently going to the bathroom. Like I think that's probably because he's trying not to like literally like jump on her and like drink her blood but it's not appealing to listen to and it's he's supposed to be like this big heartthrob and he's like hello (laughs) it's not not the one um i agree i think i was like very struck like noticing like the sharp contrast like i don't get why she doesn't like think he's weird as fuck (laughs) like yeah if somebody was like literally looked like they wanted to vomit sitting next to me one day and then the next day they're like all over asking me questions and shit and then in the middle of our conversation just walks away without answering what I asked them like I'd be like I'm done fucking dealing with you (laughs) like no I'd be like so fucking weird I can't take it (laughs) like I'd go back to the administration building and I'd be like someone (laughs) needs to look in his backpack yeah he's He's a psycho yeah Uh, like it's so I'd be like you are so weird I'm I can't like your bipolar like attitude is all over the place and I I can't handle it like especially for high school he's hot so it's fine 
Yeah, but, like, not hot enough to, like, deal with, like, it's just so... No, not so... for us, but for Bella. Yeah, for, for sure. For sure. <laughs> um, another thing that I noticed is what they're learning about during this lesson. And this is one of the, like, most prevalent, but I think underrated. Like, no one talks about this, but once I point it out to you, I feel like you're going to be seeing it everywhere. Um, they're learning about cell mitosis. So they're learning about, like, cells coming together and, like, two cells merging into, like... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're doing that as they're, like, getting together and, like, forming their relationship. And it's a very common trope that I hope everyone will watch out for now that I've um, mentioned it. Yeah, definitely. And if you're still in high school, please pay attention because some of us had to go to Christian high school during freshman and sophomore <laughs> year. And I learned um, I learned biology from the Bible and we did not actually cover cell mitosis. So I was very Do you know screwed. what the mitochondria is? Uh, yeah, it's the powerhouse of the cell. Um, <laughs> it gets through even to there. It's in the Bible, folks. <laughs> but, like, I didn't learn that. I learned that in college when I was taking um, pre-medical, pre-medicine. Wow. Um, Honestly, like, if you if you have Bible-based biology... It in, sucked. Like, it was, it was horrible. In and high that's, school, you should not be allowed to be a doctor. <laughs> well, and that, that was what was so terrible is that, like, I felt like I was like years behind everybody not years but like at least a year behind everybody else because everybody knew what was happening in like bio one and I had no fucking clue and I'm like I've never heard of this before in my life and I'm like you know had to learn it doctor (laughs) yeah that's exactly why I'm not a doctor um for that plus more but you'll hear it my memoir um no yeah but like it just sucks um near you what what did you say? I didn't hear you. I said coming to a bookshelf near you. Yeah, exactly. Just wait. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, it sucks. So yeah, um, hold your mitosis near and dear high school students. It will wow. serve you well in college. <laughs> so after school in the parking lot, as a van skidded out of control straight toward towards Bella, which I noticed like Charlie also warned her that like it was slippery earlier that morning, like foreshadowing. Um, Edward jumps in front of her, stops the van by putting his hand out and saves her life. And then at the hospital, she overhears Dr. Cullen, who's Edward's adopted father, Rosalie, and Edward discussing Edward's actions as though he was endangering their family. Also, I will say, like, one of the only people of color, like, in this movie was the person who ran the car into her. And, like, he also, like, kisses her on the cheek without her permission. Like, it's not good. (laughs) It's It's not a good representation here. Like, they're there, but they're not... Well, Laurent is is I mean, black also, also bad. I guess he's the he's, least bad. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say he's three. like the best of. Yeah, he definitely. But still a bad person. Yeah, yeah, he <laughs> still yeah. a bad vampire, still a murderer. Yeah, known for being bad, but like ends up not being the worst. So <laughs> <laughs> that's all it takes. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to college and write a term paper about racism in Twilight. Um, Please do. Where was I? So, um, she tries to go and thank Edward for saving her, but he denies that it even happened and knows that she won't be letting it go anytime soon. And then back at school, Mike asks Bella to go to the prom with him as Edward creeps in the background, (laughs) but she turns Mike down with the excuse that she'll be in Jacksonville, Florida that weekend and suggests that he ask Jessica, which is uh, a great wing woman move. Like, good job, Bella, even though you have... It's not that hard because you have literally no interest in Mike whatsoever. 
Yeah, and, like, it's kind of awkward. Like, oh, no, I don't want to go with you, but, like, what about this girl who's, like, clearly obsessed with you? Yeah. Clearly. Yeah, yeah, definitely, um, like, it was nice, but (laughs) still awkward. Okay. Um, but, yeah, is it just me? Are, like, the Cullens, like, six inches taller than everyone else in this movie? Like, at least all the kids. Like, they're so clearly not... High school age, like I know they that they're all supposed all to be seventeen, but yeah, they're yeah, like for sure. They, I don't know, they like don't move the same way, so the actors are like standing up straight. Whereas teenagers, like nobody slouches like a teenager. No, for sure, but like it's weird because they look so, like um when they're going through. I don't know if we if I wrote any of that down, but um I think it was this maybe later when they're going through like the greenhouse and like anytime Emmett's around like they all look yeah. so much and like Rosalie always wears heels so it's like they they True. look so much taller than everybody else and it's just like does anybody else think that these kids like I know they're meant to be 17 like they're supposed to be like stuck in 17 year old bodies but like they don't look 17 at all they I mean I would guess them to be like 21 and if like I'm stuck in a body, I'm definitely going to choose to, you know, not choose, but I would definitely say I was 21 versus 17, you know? Yeah. If I, I looked mean, they 21. Say, they say that, like, the older, the younger they start out, the longer they can stay in a place, but, like, I don't think that's that true. No, because if you like, start I think out, you like, still 21. Start out yeah, exactly. Like, if you start out as, like, 20, you can be there till 30, you know? Yeah. Like, you don't, and, if you start out as 17. Cares. It's like a Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, well, and, like, you don't look that different from, like, 21 to 29, you know? No. I don't think so. Or, like, even, like, 20 to 30, I would say, like, you look pretty much... Like, if you looked exactly the same from 20 to 30, nobody would question it. Where, yeah. like, I if think you look different at 16 to 21, you look so different, so... Yeah. I think it's also true for Esme and Carlisle more, which I also love that we haven't talked about Carlisle. Like, I love that Peter Fastinelli was not in our known for section. Like, just know how happy that makes me in my heart. Um, Why I think like it's, him? like, much more of a concern for them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I agree. Because yeah. you definitely look different from, like, 35 to 45, or even, like, 45 to 55, or 40 to 50, whatever they're trying to pull. Yeah. But, yeah, Honestly, like, like, give Edward some, like, Peter Krause, like, salt and pepper in his hair, and he can be there for a while. Yeah, for sure. I mean, 100%. Peter Krause from The Bachelor, not from, like, Law & Order or whatever the other actor Peter Krause is in. Yeah, wait, so, hold on, what do you not like about, um, about Dr. Oh. Colin? Um, the, the, I would always, like, serve him frozen yogurt at my old job that I had in high school. And because they, like, to? lived, he... Jenny Garth. That's who it is. From um, 90210 and, yeah. what, what was the show that she was on? Um, she what was on. Wants? No. What she I was about on the you? new 90210, wasn't she? Yeah, she was in both. Okay, yeah. That's what um, I remember. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, okay. And I was he just... was never very nice, and I don't oh, know. Really? It was always a little weird. And never he's tipped, so nice. So. I said that. I've told now. that story before, but I'm yeah, no, no. I I knew that because I'm like I know he's married to somebody famous that you and he's I didn't no know that until you told me. Oh really? Bummer. Yeah. Um, but he looks so nice in this. The brunette hair and pale skin do not look well on him. I don't think, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the doctor jacket does. So <laughs> Yeah. I think it's probably because he no longer has brunette hair. He has gray mm-hmm. hair, I'm sure, which is much closer oh. to blonde. Yeah, true. So 
Yeah. Um, Mike's promposal is how they all should be. Like, they all should be someone standing in front of someone awkwardly uh, in a semi-private area and asking them if they want to go to prom. Like, no more of this public... Like, I I hate it. (laughs) Did you have a promposal? No, but I wouldn't have wanted one. No, I I didn't have one either. Um, It's like, it's similar to me. It's like you're... If someone's... I mean, I guess it's okay if you're, like, already dating or something, but, like, if you're doing this big, giant spectacle of it, it seems like just a way to, like, pressure someone into feeling like they have to go with you. Yeah. Um, Which is also how I feel about, like, public, regular proposals. (laughs) Like, a hundred percent. Yeah, Um, yeah. You better have talked about it, like, so much before. Like, and I think that kind of... I get that, like, (laughs) you don't necessarily want to be, like, really surprised when somebody proposes to you, but, like, it kind of, it it takes away, like, having that big of a spectacle plan for even a regular proposal, I mean, you're stupid if you do something like that without having talked about it before, and then it kind of takes away the surprise of the proposal. So, like, honestly, I feel like even with big spectacle proposals, it's more, like, to show that you put effort into it versus, like, the element of surprise. Like, no one's actually surprised when, like, some no. kind of crazy ridiculous... Like, you would be dumb if you haven't discussed it before. Yeah. But, um... But also, a lot of the time, it's used as, like, a manipulation tactic to, like, do mm-hmm. it in this public way, so, and then people feel like they can't, like, back out, and they can't say no, like, all of this other stuff. It's, like, a control thing. But anyway, well, yeah, I and I think it's a way... Um, I think women want to be, like... I want you to, sh- like, I need you to put effort into something for me, which I definitely get, but, like, not necessarily in that way. No, like, I, I, I don't to, think like, that's what that is. I think that's, I, I think that's a, a man thing, but, yeah. Anyway, I'll move on. I've never so had anyone I, who cares enough to do that, so I wouldn't know. No, it's but. definitely, it's definitely not a thing about caring about people. Um, it's a thing about wanting to make it so they can't say no, but. Um, I have a blue light blocker on my computer, like I have night shift turned on all the time, and even my night shift is no match for the blue tones in Twilight. (laughs) Yeah, I had to turn my TV on brighter so I could see, uh, or on dimmer actually, because I was watching it with the lights off and I'm like, okay, this is too much. Yeah, it like hurts your eyes, it's so Yeah, I had to dim it. And it was like hard to fall asleep afterwards, because there was, I watched it like late at night and there was a lot of blue, which you're not supposed to do. Because it mimics the sky. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so, on a school field trip, Edward continues to question Bella, but in a rather rude fashion. He tells her that they shouldn't be friends, and she asks why he even saved her in the first place, since he clearly now regrets it. He tells her that she has no idea, dot dot dot, and boards the school bus again without any explanation. At lunch the next day, Edward tells Bella that it's not that he doesn't want to be friends with her, but it, that it isn't a good idea. Um, she invites him to hang out with her and her friends at La Push Beach, and he tells her that he doesn't like that beach because it's too crowded. And then they get there and no one's there. No one's there, yeah. <laughs> um, also, the wittiest thing I think Bella ever says is, you know your mood swings are giving me whiplash, which, like, I'm just... I don't know why it cracked me up so much. Probably because everything she says is so stupid. And, like, it was just like, wow, Bella's articulate. That's nice. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that was also the the area where she, like, drops the apple and he, like, catches it in his hands. Like, the book cover of Twilight, which is just so heavy-handed. And, like, anyway. But... (laughs) 
This was the part when I realized that, like, how accurate their depiction of high school boys was. Like, they're just, them just being so immature and just, like, shoving things in girls' faces to, like, get a reaction out of them. Like, Mm -hmm. the whole thing, I'm just like, oh my god, this is, this is real life. And, like, running around the lunchroom. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Okay. (laughs) Totally agree. (laughs) Jinx, 100%. (laughs) beach hangout, Bella runs into Jacob Black and his friends, and they mention that the Cullens don't come around the Indian Reservation. Jacob tells her of this myth, because Jacob just wants to, like, fully sell them out. (laughs) um, I think he's actually trying to just scare her into, like, getting away from Edward, but he's just, like, Jacob cannot keep a secret for the life of him. No, no. And, like, he doesn't want to, either. (laughs) He just, like, doesn't care. No, Jacob does not care. He's the honey badger of people. Um, (laughs) and like he's like they tell me not to tell you but like I don't care (laughs) he's like I like you again it's like Jesus so accurate to a high school boy (laughs) he's just like hey um guess what I have a secret I'm not supposed to tell you so here we go (laughs) like okay Jacob so here we go you are Um, the worst Jacob tells her of a myth that his tribe descended from wolves and that the Cullens descended from something else Jacob's greatest grandfather. <laughs> Jacob's great grandfather. Wow. Okay. Um. His, Jacob's great grandfather caught the Cullens hunting on their land, and they made a pact that they would stay away from the reservation, and that the tribe wouldn't tell anyone who they really are. Jacob brushes it off as a myth, but Bella can't let it go and continues to research on her own, and. In this story, vampires are called the cold ones, which I think is hilarious because I'm just picturing, like, a human uh, can of Bud Light. (laughs) But, like, it doesn't work. I think Bud Light did miss out on that. Um, They missed out. Just a a cold one with the the boys, with the wolves. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um... So it's finally sunny for one day in Forks, and all of the Cullen children are absent from school. Jessica and Angela decide to go to Port Angeles to shop for prom dresses, and Bella tags along to buy a book from an Indian bookstore. Not my words. While walking back to her car, a group of guys corner Bella in a parking lot, but out of nowhere, Edward shows up to save her. After letting Jessica and Angela know that she is safe, Edward takes Bella to dinner, but doesn't eat anything himself. She discovers that Edward can also read never. minds. Um, yeah. Uh, he's, he gets nervous eating in front of people. Oh my um, God. Relatable? Disc- I, yeah, same. Actually, um, literally not relatable at all. No, like, I don't like eating in front of people. Like, I don't know. It's just, like, I don't, well, I don't like we it. Don't. Um, <laughs> never mind. What the hell? <laughs> How do we know? Is that You're a thing? You're comfortable eating in front of the podcast though oh so. you know but it's different um it's but um she discovers more that people, if anything okay yeah but like eating like physically eating in front of someone versus like the sound of eating someone anyway she discovers that edward can read minds except everyone except for hers and he tells her that he, um he tells her that he no longer has the strength to stay away from her how romantic <laughs> also like kind of terrifying yeah, yeah. Like, I have been trying not to stalk you, but now I can't. So get ready. Like, buckle up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, That's sorry. I, I, <laughs> I thought you were still going. Um, the true TBT in this movie is Bella actually having to go to a bookstore. But it's not like a true bookstore. It's more like a... It's like an indie bookseller. Yeah. 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 Uh, indie by indie I mean Indian. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm like oh, sorry. I get like that's one way to say Indian. I know I didn't even realize that until after I said it. Okay. Yeah. Um and then also Edward showing up to save her is literally the only time anyone has ever been afraid of someone pulling up in a Volvo. <laughs> Zing. Zing. Okay, so on their way back to Forks, they pass the police department, and they notice that Charlie and Dr. Cullen are there. They discover that Charlie's friend Waylon has been killed in another animal attack. Bella continues to research and discovers that, while seemingly human, the Cullens have additional powers similar to vampires. Edward quickly confirms her suspicions the next day and shows her that his skin sparkles like diamonds in the sunlight, something that I think was just an excuse for him to show her his abs. Um, I mean, it's not the worst part of the movie. (laughs) It's weird, though, because of, like, the sparkles. Anyway. um, Yeah. When Bella is unfazed, they look like they look like rhinestones. It just True. looks like they like glued rhinestones to his face. And Full abs. body highlighter challenge. Yes. Um. When Bella is completely like unfazed by this, he continues to tell her things about his kind that are meant to scare her, but she tells him that she trusts that he won't hurt her, um, which is dumb as hell. But um, he tells her <laughs> that he has been insanely attracted to her blood since they met, which is the grossest thing I've ever said. Um, but she assures him that she trusts in his self-control. You know what you shouldn't trust in in a high school boy? His self-control. Um, but they, I think she, she, I think he tells her that she's, that he's definitely not 17. So like, I guess that helps. That She's like, you're old as a bug. I trust you. <laughs> you're basically Dumbledore. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I trust you. <laughs> um, they mutually conclude that they will no longer stay away from each other and are completely in love. Because that's how that works. Yeah. Love. Young love. <laughs> or young and very much not young. Um, so the running scenes. Oh my god, the running scenes, the running scenes, the running scenes. I can't take them. I can't. I can't. This I can't. Isn't They're as so bad. bad. No, it's when she pops, pops on his back and he calls her a spider monkey. Like, sure, so that's terrible. They're all terrible. Any scene where she is piggyback riding him yeah. as he runs through a forest. It's it is so bad. I could do that in my room with a green screen. Like it's it's so bad. And I a thirty seven million dollar movie, ladies and gentlemen. I just am so technologically in advance that I think everyone needs to realize how. Also, like, yeah, you absolutely could not do that. Um, like I feel like there's like a Snapchat filter that does that. Nope. <laughs> like, like it's so bad i hate it i honestly i honestly think there probably is there could be a snapchat filter that does like it's just so it's bad it's so bad i cannot overemphasize how terrible it is and it like takes this movie down so many pegs it's like it wouldn't be as bad for the ratings yeah it just wouldn't be nearly as bad if um if it really ups the cheese factor for sure it's it's terrible um not sure (laughs) also when i've noticed i noticed at this point that i don't think bella has smiled a single time 
in this entire movie. And I don't think that was like I think she smiled when they gave her the truck. No, she didn't. No, because I went back and watched it. And I and like you really did your research. Because it was just like it was like this chick doesn't smile. And and I was trying to remember um if like that was a point made in the book or whatever, but I don't think it was. Like they never said she doesn't smile. Like they read the book. Yeah, I read all the books. Wow. Not like recently, but like I remember reading. Of course not. Um but like I definitely read the books and I didn't I don't think that was like an emphasized point. I think it's just a Kristen Stewart thing. And and I kept you know and I noticed it throughout Breaking Dawn and Break, uh, part 1 and 2. Like she just doesn't like physically smile, I don't think. And it's it's bad. And it makes it's makes it difficult to watch. Mhm. Okay, so there are so many people disappearing from Forks at this point. And somehow it's completely okay for Edward and Bella to just disappear from school into the woods in the middle of the day for a few hours, no questions asked. I mean, I think, like, if I was in high school, I would genuinely just assume they were fucking. Like, for sure. (laughs) Two kids leave high school in the middle of the day to go into the woods. Like, I'd be like, they're fucking. I mean, they might get eaten by an animal, but, like, they're for sure fucking. (laughs) Yeah, but I feel like if you were a teacher, like... Anyway, I don't, I don't think know. The I feel like if you were a shat in this movie, no. But I think they might have like made attendance a little bit more of an issue because people yeah. were dying. Yeah, the yeah. kids that were sneaking off into the forest were dying. Well, and it was like weirdly, like no one thought it was like weirdly convenient that like Edward goes missing for a few days and then like he comes back the day after and somebody dies. Like, like someone's reported dead and then he shows up the next day. Like, where the fuck were you, buddy? Like. I don't, I don't know. That was weird, but... Yeah. Maybe maybe they're also like, Edward's not here, but Edward's never here, so it's fine. Yeah, that's true, because it's like, okay, this is very curious. <laughs> like, yeah. every time Edward goes missing, every time Edward disappears for a few days, someone dies, and then he comes back to school. It's like, okay. No, but Edward wasn't the one to kill the guy. No, I know, but like, okay, I'm like, I'm this doesn't look sure. good for you. Yeah, no, no but just, I'm just like, this is a bad look. look. <laughs> like... Um, so, one of the iconic, I guess, quotes in this section is when, uh, it's like, a, it's a quote from the book, and people really liked it in the book, so it's, I guess it's iconic in the movie, but it's when, um, Edward tells Bella that she is his own personal brand of heroin, and I feel like it could really, like, use an update for the o- opioid epidemic. Like, you're my own personal brand of, like, oxy. You know what I mean? But, like, also, it the reason why I take an issue with this quote is that, like, heroin is not branded. You know, it's not like it's, like, my personal <laughs> brand of, like, shampoo or, Chanel like... heroin, if you will. Yeah, like, yeah, it's not, like, a branded item. It's, like, literally, like, the most unbranded thing. You know, it's, I like, a street drug. I prefer heroin number five. Yeah, like, it's, like, a straight street drug, so it's, like, you don't have, no one has a fucking brand of heroin, or, like, it, like, it would make sense yeah, maybe why if it was, like, your personal brand sense. of, like, some kind of food or something, because, oh. like, there's, it's, <laughs> like, it's just. brand of mac and cheese. <laughs> well, you know, like, it's, like, the chef's also, specialty. because she's a food. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's just, no, like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, there's, I don't know. Like, it's a, it's not a brand. It's, like, a specialty or something like that. My own yeah. concoction of hair or my special, like, whatever. It's a stupid quote. Only I'm really teenagers would think that would work. i a concoction. That would have been weird. Um, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you're clinking a little too much, just, just so you know. 
Okay. Okay. Um, Edward and Bella arrive to school together as a couple the next day, and everyone stares at them. On a walk together, Edward Probably because he's her, wearing sunglasses when it's so cloudy. Because it's like, yeah. Edward Cullen never needs sunglasses, because anytime he can go outside, it's too Not cloudy. Funny. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. But I liked him anyway. in the sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, he looked better, because I feel like his eyes are the creepiest part. Well, and he had, like, a nice denim jacket on. And, like, it worked. Whatever he his look cool. was. Yeah, he looked great. <laughs> So, on their walk together, Edward tells her that Dr. Cullen turned him into a vampire in 1918 when he was dying from Spanish influenza. He also confirms that there are other vampires in the area who are responsible for killing Waylon and that the other Cullens have different powers than Edward. The next day, Edward brings Bella to the Cullens' gorgeous home, where they are all preparing an Italian dinner for her. Um, but she tells them that she has already eaten. Rosalie breaks a glass bowl and has a bit of a tantrum about the dangers of their relationship, and that is of um, Edward and Bella's relationship. You know who I don't want to cook me an Italian meal? People who don't eat. <laughs> yeah, people who've never cooked before in their lives. I mean, I think they've cooked, but like hundreds of years ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Single hundred, probably. Still. Yeah. Um, he takes her running through the forest um, around <laughs> around the home on his back and plays the piano for her. So, like, when they're standing in, their, in the bedroom, the camera is so shaky that, like, I thought I was about to get sick. Like, I'm just like, why is it, like, shaking so bad? And then he, like, throws her on her back and jumps out the window. And I'm just like, thank God, honestly. Throws her on his back. It would have been a different movie if he threw her on her back. Whatever. Close enough. <laughs> oh, no. Um, Whatever. So, yeah, I definitely noticed this at different points for me. It was, like, the baseball scene was, like, peak shaky for me. Yeah, Um, I didn't... Yeah, I'm just like, can we put the camera on, like, a a tripod or something for a minute? Like, good God. (laughs) Just get a steady cam for, like, two seconds. Yeah, exactly. Like, is is this someone holding a camcorder in their arm? Like, probably, like, Amy Poehler and Mean Girl style. (laughs) Yes. Joey King and the new Sabrina Carpenter music video, which is amazing, by the way. I have not watched it yet. I realize it's actually, it's based off of Legally Blonde. You know how, like, uh, fancy Iggy Azalea is clueless? Yes. This is, like, it's Legally Blonde vibes, and I think you'll really like it, and it's a good song. Okay, because I, like, was like, I don't know Sabrina Carpenter. Strong recommend. She's great. Um, so, she could play Bella, maybe. I don't know. Just throw it out there anyone anyone Um, (laughs) most people could um quick note on this did you notice when he was playing the piano the dumb sweatbands that he had on he had what dumb sweatbands i will send you a picture um and i i need you to just like tell me about how you feel about uh this real quick hold on okay Well, it's it. They're really bad. So they, it's like these two sort of blackish, uh, sweatband-looking things with like his family crest on them, and I don't remember noticing them in two thousand eight. And I think it's because like dumb bracelets were much more common in two thousand eight. Like it was right after like live strong bracelets and things like oh. that. But these are real stupid looking. <laughs> I did not notice those, but they are really stupid. I don't he looks know like a really not. big, like, Slytherin fan. <laughs> yeah, he looks... Honestly, he looks like you need to, like, check his backpack. Like... <laughs> it's not good. No, no, for sure. For sure. Um, anyway. 
Yeah, it's not... Oh, another... I I tweeted this, like, a year ago. If they remade Twilight in 2018, it would be Timothée Chalamet. Mm, Okay. I can... I can... That's who people would be, like, outcries for him. Clamoring for it. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. He's pale, Um, dark hair. He looks like a vampire. I'm more on board with Lily Collins, but... It cannot um, be both Lily Collins and Timothée Chalamet. No, no, for sure. It, that I don't. That's the whole Timothy thing. Timothy like, actually looks like seventeen. Well, and like that's the thing is that I like Lily Collins, but I don't like Lily Collins and Timothy Chalamet together. So like, but no. I like Lily Collins more. So it's like I'm giving <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Like yeah, I'm giving her the boot because I like her as Bella more than I like him as Edward. Yeah. So. While talking to her mom on the phone one evening, Edward appears in Bella's room. He confesses to her that he watches her sleep at night, which is literally the worst part of the whole thing. Um, And then they begin making out. (laughs) Again, awful. Um, So as things begin to get heavy, Edward throws himself backwards to prevent going too far and potentially hurting her. The next day, Edward formally introduces himself to Charlie before taking Bella to play baseball with the Cullen family, and Charlie's just out there, like, cleaning his gun, being honestly really funny. Um, and in the middle of the game, another group of vampires, Laurent, Victoria, and James, uh, Olivia wrote Lauren, and I'm like, who's Lauren? <laughs> Sounds yeah, like someone I, who went when- to the high school. Um, I just, like, <laughs> went off of what it sounded like, so... Oh, it's Laurent. Um, and he's French or whatever. It seems that everything will be fine between the two groups, uh, except then the wind blows and Bella's scent goes toward James, who's Cam Gigandet, so he's, like, the, the hot one that's there, so he's in this movie the most. Um, and he immediately tries to attack her, because he's like, ooh, you brought a snack, Uh, which would have been a real compliment in 2018. The Cullen family protects her, but Edward reads that James is a tracker who will do, like, nothing to stop him from pursuing Bella. What? Who will, like, stop at nothing to pursue Bella. Yeah, I was like, like, I don't think that works, but it didn't work. Um, Yeah, and, like, they all, like, use their powers, like, uh, Alice, like, sees the future and, like, Edward reads the minds. I don't know what Jasper and Rosalie and Emmett do, but it's something, all right. Yeah, I don't think they all have, like, super special powers. Like, only a few of them do. No, because Bella gets a power, too. Yeah, but in, like, the, in Breaking Dawn, like, um, like, Carlisle doesn't have a power. Really? And Esme doesn't have, like, certain people don't. And, like, from each, like, group that comes, like, about, like, usually, like, one of them has a power, and that's about it. Okay. Yeah, because Bella's is, she's a she. Jasper can, like, alter people's moods. Really? Yeah. Um, Emmett has, like, really good self-control, apparently. I'm looking at the Twilight Wikia, um... Which I think is probably the most reliable source on this, but yeah. Um, anyway, keep talking, because I don't want to edit this out. Oh, um, I think you had another note, but... Oh, sorry, hold on. What's my other note? My other note is, um, seeing them all wear the baseball caps over their wigs is really hard. And, like, the baseball caps are, like, 
weird, Loose. unshaped baseball cap. Yes. So, like, they're almost like a combination of, like, a, a, a newsboy cap and a baseball cap. And, like... No, I think they, that's just because they can't get them on over the wigs. Yeah, they they fit very strangely. Like, they have no shape. So, yeah, it doesn't work. Um, not my favorite. Yeah, but... Um, so... Edward takes Bella back to her house to grab a bag of clothing and she tells her dad that she no longer wants to live with him and that she'll be leaving to go back to Phoenix due to a breakup with Edward in order to keep Charlie safe from James. They return to the Cullen house where Laurent has come to warn them of James's superior tracking ability. Alice and Jasper take Bella to Phoenix while the rest of the family runs on foot to try to throw off the scent. While in Phoenix, the Cullens lose James as Jasper... Oh, the Cullens lose James, so they lose. They can't find him anymore. As Jasper and Alice check out of the hotel, Bella receives a call from James, luring her to her childhood ballet studio alone while claiming that he is holding her mother hostage. Which, like, I don't really get why, um, uh, why Edward didn't go... Like, I I don't get why he didn't stay with Bella, but whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It seemed weird. Yeah, I, I it also didn't make agree. Sense to me. It didn't, yeah, it didn't make sense. Um, justice for Charlie, first of all. Like, Charlie deserved better. Um, I feel bad yeah. for him, and it's really hard to watch. Um, also hard to watch is Edward saying to Bella, you are my life now. Like, okay, bro, like, calm, calm it down. Yeah, like, I feel if like anyone a 17... ever said that to me, it's not okay. <laughs> I feel like, um, uh, it, like, a 17-year-old girl doesn't get the severity of that statement, you know? Like, I don't feel like any 17-year-old no, girl like is, like, mature enough. like, a 95-year-old guy, like, Edward, like... Also, yeah, like, it's I easy don't think... for him to say, you are my life now, because, like, he, it's very hard to kill him. Yeah, but, like, it's, yeah, because it's weird, it's just weird that, like, I don't feel like any 17-year-old girl is, like, mature enough to, like, understand the, like, level of crazy that statement implies. <laughs> like, like, there's a lot happening when someone says that, and, like, it's usually not great So <laughs> when you're 17. So, if a guy is saying that to a 17-year-old girl... There's a lot going on, and it's probably not good for you. So especially please run. if that guy is like 95. Yeah, especially <laughs> if he's significantly older than you. Yep. Okay, so James bites Bella's wrist. We're we're just gonna finish it off here. But James bites yep. Bella's wrist, infecting her with venom. But Edward arrives along with the Cullen family, and the Cullens kill James. And Edward must decide to either allow Bella to become a vampire or to suck the vampire venom from her blood. He is able to remove the venom from her and finds the strength to stop, preventing her from transitioning. <laughs> Okay. Um, preventing her from, you know, changing over into a vampire. Um, although he almost doesn't. And anyway, he, uh, Bella awakens in the hospital from a broken leg and tells her mom that she would like to continue living in Forks, even though she randomly went back to Phoenix. And her mom's just like, okay. Um, back <laughs> we in worked Washington. it out over a broken leg. <laughs> Truly, yeah. Um, back in Washington, Edward takes Bella to prom. She apparently doesn't have to go to Jacksonville. If I was Mike, I'd be pissed. Um, but 
I think he was. <laughs> I think he's fine. He's probably happy with Jessica. It's okay. Um, but, like, also, if, like, your date, if, like, somebody gets a boyfriend, like, you kind of have to respect that. Like, she's not going to still go to prom with you, bro. <laughs> like, it's over, bro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Date's over. So, uh, while Edward is, like, parking the Volvo, you know, um, Jacob <laughs> emerges from the forest to tell Bella that she should break up with Edward because she's totally going to listen to that. Um, and that they, the wolves, would be watching, and he is uh, paid to do that by his dad, which I think <laughs> is interesting. So great. And she's just like, cool, great. Um, and... As Bella and Edward slow dance in a gazebo, because what prom doesn't have a gazebo, um, he he refuses her request to change her into a vampire, which is very smart, because like we said, she's 17. Um, And then in the distance, Victoria watches them plotting her revenge. And at at first, when they like pulled out to Victoria, I was like, why is Rosalie just like watching them? But, like, Victoria has... Well, because, like, her... Victoria's hair is, like, red and, like, distinguishingly curly. Like too blue that you can't tell that her hair is red. Well, and then, like... Well, and then, like, in this, like, window that she's standing in, like, her hair has that, like, kind of, like, a 50s, like, wave to it. Or, like, Mm -hmm. a 20s wave or whatever. So, like, it's like, oh, who is that? And then she turns around and you realize. Because it's like, you can't have, like... You can't have, like, perm curls in one scene and then be standing with your face the other direction and have, like, wavy hair. It just... Yeah, but she's not going to prom! (laughs) Speaking of being ready for prom, Bella wears capri-length leggings under her prom dress. I just needed everyone to know. I guess it's because she has a boot, but still, it's like... No, you don't need to wear leggings. leggings and converse (laughs) under her prom dress. Oh, God, it's the worst. And her dress is not cute. Nope. It matches. It's like she made it out of that comforter that Charlie had the sales lady pick out from Kohl's. <laughs> oh, I wonder what kind of drive he had to go through <laughs> to get that stupid. Yeah, he went comforter. up to Port Angeles. Pro- probably. <laughs> Maybe Seattle. I don't know. Um, overall comments. Olivia has some overall comments here, so I'll let her <laughs> yeah. take it away. So, <laughs> the running scenes need to be taken out forever moving forward. Just cut out no more just skip them honestly (laughs) like it's so bad um so it this movie started out unbearable and got definitely a lot more watchable as it went on but Kristen Stewart is the worst and Robert Pattinson is not much better in this movie um the rest of the cast honestly pretty great and is so attractive that like they make the rest of the movie tolerable I like Like, that you wrote down hot but you said attractive (laughs) They're so hot. Like the guys yeah. are so hot. The girls are fine, but the guys Olivia are so hot that it's four like four O's at in so <laughs> yeah, so hot that it like it makes it okay. Um, the storyline also one thing I definitely think is the storyline is very like adolescent and it does not stand up at all whatsoever when you watch it as an adult like and I find it it's interesting because like Harry Potter I watch all the time and it definitely still like works um this just has it's so unrealistic and not even like it's unrealistic in like this is not how high school works (laughs) this is not how foster system like it's just completely like stuff that like it's a movie about vampires like chill yeah but like harry potter is a movie about like wizards and it like it holds up like there i think there's just like but 
I think the things about Harry Potter that you're talking about hold up because you don't have the same point of reference for, like, a boarding school in the UK as you do for, like, a regular high school in a small town in the US. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I think that, like, this one has, like, I th- okay, so I just don't think the detail is there um for okay. for this like there is for Harry Potter like I feel like Harry Potter is like well, every detail is thought about and I like in, in this there's just so many like arbitrary things that. that like we just explain things away and like it make it works when you're 17 or it works when you're like in high school or or younger when yeah. you're watching this but then when you see it as an adult you're like no 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 that's not how it works like yeah. that that does not work so what i will say about like the details is that something like harry potter needs more details because it mm-hmm. needs to build more of a world because it's a world that like the audience Doesn't, isn't yeah. super familiar with what i will say about twilight is that it's like specifically built into like our fairly contemporary world that we live in so like she doesn't need to include the same kinds of details and stuff that like jk rowling would need to really build out in order for it to seem realistic in harry potter yeah but like the references that she uses are like use them correctly like even just like the foster stuff it's like okay Okay. no like you know it's just like she you can tell it's not like yeah don't don't say fostering say adopted yeah, because, like, like it's not even. Are they like, gonna go away at some point? Like, yeah, she... like it's like okay, well, like in in like middle school or whenever whoever reads this, it's like okay, sure. But like as an adult, you're like, no, that doesn't fucking work like that. Like, no, no, no. Like we're we're not all buying that these seventeen year old foster kids. Like that doesn't make sense. And it just it, that kind of stuff. It's just like you see it and you're like, okay, that it's not even like lazy. It's just that like maybe like do your research when you're right you know it's just like these these holes that are just like arbitrary like you can tell yeah. they're trying I mean, to explain something being, like a debut book yeah like, and it like and, it, and it's trying to explain something but it just doesn't work and like it's that kind of stuff that just it doesn't hold up the same way that like the you get a lot of questions of it all. yes exactly it's totally true yeah. um who's so, a character yeah. to keep an eye on mm, i'm gonna say angela or i mean <laughs> Angela, like, I think she's, like, a character that deserved more. I think she's okay. an interesting character that deserved better. We could definitely change character to keep an eye on the two character that deserved more, even though the correct answer would be Charlie. Um, I think my character to keep an eye on is probably Alice. I don't think that we talked a lot about Alice, but I think, like, Alice is interesting. And I also think that she definitely has, like, the best power. I think Edward has the best power. Okay. Well, I, I Edward seems annoying because like he can't turn it off. Yeah, yeah. And I agree. I think I think Alice's is just like convenient. Like it comes up when it needs to. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It seems like something that she sort of like has to turn on and like think about in order to be yeah. able to see. Well, she has to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. So, what is your rating for this movie? Do you want me to go first? Do you want to go yeah, first? Yeah, okay. I want you to go first. <laughs> so. Here's what I'm going to say, and what I'm going to say is this was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be something that was really difficult for me to watch, but it was honestly so much fun to watch. It was so much fun to just talk about right now, and I could see, like, watching the other ones and, like, having fun with it. Like, there's enough comedy here sprinkled in. There's enough drama. There's enough romance, even though you don't really care about, like, either Bella or Edward, 
But I think, like, the supporting cast is really great. And with yeah. all of that being said, it's still not enough to break a four for me. So I'm going to go 3.5. Wow. Interesting. Um, okay. So I agree with your points, but I just don't think I, – I just – The problem for me is that um, Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart are so bad in this movie. And I think my rating would be significantly higher for Breaking Dawn Part 1 or 2 if we were watching that. However, I Hold on. I just got the best hit, like Alice style, for who would play Jacob in 2018. (laughs) Who? Can you guess who I'm going to say? I'm... It's Noah Centineo. A hundred percent, of course, obviously. Oh my god, I'm 100%. like, I, I'm like, like, I know Noah it. Centineo I or know Dylan it. Twin. Yeah, for sure. Yep, um, I agree. So um, Noah Centineo versus Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> <laughs> it would be so unfortunate. That's why it can't be like, and like Lily Collins and Noah Centineo, like they work, and like Timothy Chalamet does not fit. Like it just doesn't work, and like. It makes me sad because, like, in another universe, it would totally it, it would work. But like, I need Noah Centineo and Lily Collins. So like, it maybe just... like a Christine Frosseth as um, Bella. Um, do you know who I'm maybe... talking about? I think so. Was From Sierra in... Burgess. Yeah. Soon too to pretty. be looking for Alaska, which I'm very excited about. She's she's too pretty. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So my reading. Nice you definitely didn't say that about her when we were talking about Sierra Burgess. So I thought we were talking about. She. I said that she was super pretty the whole time. I feel like you didn't say that, but the pretty maybe I'm girl thinking of from somebody Sierra else. Burgess. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Anyway. Okay. Um. So, I'm gonna say two point five. Wow, that's low. Yeah. Like. It wasn't. It. I, I just think the rest of the series gets so much better after this one that, like, this okay. one was... It's rough. Well, it's going to take a while. Excuse me. It's going to take yeah. a while for us to be able to talk about any of the other ones. So this is all we get. Yeah. So it's a three overall. <sighs> Should I which put is it in like, my Google Calendar probably? the day that New Moon came out? And we'll just... Sure. Sure. <laughs> count it down. But yeah, it's a three overall, which, like, I don't think is... I think, I think it's better than... Right. Yeah, I think I, I'm okay with it being yeah. a three. But I, I just need to say, like, I thought it was going to be worse. I didn't. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think it was bad on par for me. <laughs> I had fun. Like, I started this before I was going to go to bed, and I, like, stayed up later than I meant to because I was having fun watching it. Um, and most of that is, like, laughing at it, but still. Um, okay, so we're done talking about Twilight, and thank you for joining us for this long episode of us talking about twilight it's gonna be a long one um so go to tptamp.com for everything you need to know about the show like we've already said already and from there you can find like our red bubble store where we have stickers and stuff like that and uh yeah you can buy stuff to support our show it really helps yeah follow us at tbt podcast on on um, instagram 
And you can follow me, Olivia, at Mac is cheesy, M-A-C-K is cheesy on Instagram and Twitter. And me, Miranda, at Miranda Johnson, M-A-R-A-N-D-A-J-O-H-M-Z-O-N. And don't forget to rate us five stars. Yes, absolutely. Please do that. It really helps. That would be a great little um, Christmas gift for us on Black Friday coming up. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. That's it. See you next week. Yes, see you next week. Bye.